Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back to another episode of Walk It Like You Talk It. This is your host, Obi Aboni, and no, I am not named after a Star Wars character. Now, let's get into it. Today's topic is on the ethical nuances of podcast success. This is hecka meta, ain't it? First, let's define a successful podcast. According to Crystal Davis, a writer for Forbes Content Marketing, the success of a podcast is based on two things. One, the velocity of downloads. Two, the frequency of four or five star reviews. Devin Singh and his colleagues proposed that the deciding factors for whether or not a podcast is successful is based on a different four things. One, the length of podcast existence. Two, the number of monthly episodes. Three, the ratings by users. And four, the number of downloads slash number of plays. But you may be wondering, is that all there is to it? Is it ethical to base success on mere numbers? I don't think so. We must also take into account whether or not content creators are satisfied with with what they are creating. If one sole focus is on the statistics, they may fall into the habit of creating content that is not genuine, or worse yet, they may find that they have no motivation to create any content at all. As Thomas Smalley, writer for Entrepreneur.com stated, if you don't care about the topic, you may not be able to find the drive within to persevere. A measurement of creator satisfaction can be found in the fulfillment of aligning your content with your niche. A niche can be defined as your target audience composed of a very specific type of people. That definition is from Ishua.com. These people are your type of people. You love what they love and they love what you love. In producing content with your niche in mind, you're on track to ethically engage with your audience. Another way to engage with your audience is through social media. According to Markman, author of Doing Radio, Making Friends, and Having Fun, Exploring the Motivations of Independent Audio Podcasters, podcast creators, particularly small independent podcasters, are motivated by the social interactions and connections created within their audiences. If you hop on a podcast hosting sites like Spotify or Podomatic, you will be given the ability to follow or share the podcast you are listening to. An ethical issue arises from the limited options of social media platforms available for listeners to use. Twitter and Facebook are monopolizing the game as they are the most consistently suggested social media on podcast hosting sites. But at least this puts the ball of engagement in the listener's court. Priscilla Ajameru, a girl I became acquainted with through a conference I attended, has a podcast she calls The God in Me. As one may expect, Ajameru has a separate Instagram page for her podcast than she does for her personal life. But, as Daxon Stewart, author of Social Media and the Law, suggested, if she was to post something off-color on her personal page, it would reflect negatively on her professional page, and vice versa. It is similar to how a journalist represents the newspaper company for which they work. Speaking of journalism, podcasting can be likened to its hipper, younger cousin. As many news entities such as NPR, The New York Times, and NBC assume positions in the podcasting realm, one can only expect that podcasters will be held to the same legal standards as journalists. Calvert, the author of Mass Media Law, suggests that podcasts are susceptible to facing charges if, for any reason, they make defamatory remarks. If listeners share those remarks on social media, they will not be off the hook either. Well, that's about it for today, folks. If you're thinking of creating your own podcast, beware of the ethical aspects that contribute to your success.